I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. From the side, Josh looks like sloth from the Goonies. That's not, that's not, I mean, it's the head. Well, from an angle, I should say. I sloth a run. Uh, Okay, here we go. We have a surprise for you when we do the next video pod. We did? What we were talking about walking back from lunch yesterday. I don't remember. Uh, at basketball games. Oh, the fat head. Don't oh. say it! Oh. <laughs> God damn it! You don't know. I'm never. You're not a secret keeper in this office. Well, I didn't. I thought we were about to tell No, him. I said, I we have a surprise po- for you next time we pod, and you said. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be two straight weeks of Carrie yelling at a coworker. He's just a, he's just a disgruntled person. And I, I, I think I, that we... Like my, blood, my blood pressure, I went to the doctor yesterday, my blood pressure was high. I mean, like, yeah. it was high. Like, the last two times, it's been like 170 over 90 or whatever. You need to get on uh, Now, Now Xanax. it was out of control. You need to get on Xanax. Uh, oh, I drank God. last night, so I'm, I'm better. We know. <laughs> I, I saw your post. News team, assemble! It's back and bigger than ever. It's the unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com. Now, here's the entire Soonerscoop crew Carrie, Josh, Eddie and Bob. All right, we are back. It is the Unofficial 40 Podcast on Soonerscoop.com, and uh, it is the first edition uh, as we are part now of the On3 family, and uh, it has been fantastic. Trans- it's been a fantastic transition. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Uh, you know, I've spent the last couple of days just getting people over that, you know, uh, and we are doing this if you hear the podcast. And uh, we actually are in our new studio where we're, we should sound a little bit better. We're out of the conference room. We got the professional equipment again. We can actually see Josh and, and we will be, uh, you know, we will be YouTubing podcasts very soon. We're very close, closer than we've ever been before. Uh, but we're back in the studio and we've been uh, onboarding everybody to On3. And as I, you know, I know I talked to uh, On3 yesterday. They said, look, we want to get this over by May 10th. So if you are a, uh, a rival subscriber, you signed up for us at Sooner Scoop. We, and I don't know, Josh, maybe we need to go through this again for the people that didn't watch the YouTube. We haven't done it for the podcast. But basically, we left rivals. Uh, we, we searched uh, all over the globe. We talked to all the uh, you know the the networks, the recruiting networks, the college sports networks. Uh, some of them that you guys don't even know exist. Uh, but yeah, we decided that on three was the best place for us. And Josh, I I just read your post yesterday. I gotta say, like that was masterful, dude. Like the the uh, why we chose on three. Like I read that and I was like, shit. There's Josh has hidden talents that I didn't know about. He, he's a corporate man. <laughs> 
it, it's amazing that we worked together that long, and I can still surprise you, Carrie. It's it's a beautiful you, relationship. You shocked no, the hell out of me. It was fantastic. Know, it is, um, I you know, it's fair. I mean, like, I, and I don't think it's bragging. I think everybody pretty much understands it by watching how all the dominoes have fallen with the other networks, the other sites. We could have gone anywhere. We had every opportunity. And could have, I mean, we, we, Carrie, we can be honest, we explored going independent. Like that was a possibility for us. So there were a lot of things there. And on three was our best option. We felt like it provided the most to our members. It was a really good um, uh, national network that was going to grow. Guys like Chad Simmons, Sam Spiegelman, that have already helped me with this week's scoop. Um, you know, guys that are very plugged in in their regions. I, I don't think you'll find a better analyst. Uh, as far as being able to talk with kids, really develop relationships, and Chad Simmons, oh, I think he's, he's as good as there is in the business. Yeah. So um, I, I just love that for our people. And then, obviously, again, it allows us to grow. It, it, it's a big part of why we're able to bring on George and do some of the other things we're doing. Like they they made a big investment in us, and I I think it's only going to be good for our readers. I mean, there's going to there's more to come. We're 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 just kind. Right now, we're finding our feet on a new network and having to relearn some things and go, you know, we still got more training to do. Like there's, there's stuff that we don't know how to do yet. We're still figuring it out. We're messing with the buttons. But um, I, I couldn't be more excited. And the response is, I knew we'd do well. I knew we had a lot of brand loyalty. It's, you know, and you guys could speak to it. It surprised me how, how rapidly we've turned this around. That was almost from Monday too. Like Monday at, you know, one thirty in the afternoon, you log on to the Crimson Corner and it was basically like we had never moved. It was, it was kind of incredible. And it was also incredible too, just to, and I know that we talked about this on Sunday night, uh, just like, you know, sneaking over to on three, even before the move and looking at the board. And it was basically the Crimson Corner already. People had already inhabited it even before the move had become official. Yeah. I mean, and you're right. We, we, it was funny because we'd had them put us in the system, and then the scoopers found us over there, and they were like, oh, "I got to take that down." Uh, you know, it's like it just it's it's been madness, but it's been fun madness. Uh, and I'll say this: like back to what I was talking about. Uh, if you feel like you were left behind, and and I understand that you feel that way, and we've had lots of people, hundreds of people, contact me in the last couple of days, and I'm still doing it, making a spreadsheet where. Uh, basically, if you want to do the easy work, go sign up on on three. Go just type in soonerscoop.com, and I know you know maybe some DNS servers haven't updated or, or search engines. Uh, just go to if you type in soonerscoop.com, it should take you there by now. Uh, and sign up, you get six months for a dollar. Uh, and if you got left behind with a longer subscription than six months. Uh, email me, Carrie Murdoch at yahoo.com. That's just my name spelled out, uh, C-A-R-E-Y, uh, M-U-R-D-O-C-K at yahoo.com. And we will manually go in. If you send us a screenshot of your Sooner Scoop account uh, from Rivals, we will uh, extend your free, your $1 trial throughout there. We're doing that for hundreds of people right now. Uh, and everybody has been so awesome. Uh, we've got so many great messages. And guys, I think it shows you like, Josh, we kind of believed in not doing a lot of promos at Sooner Scoop. Like, we wanted our work to stand for itself. We wanted to say, look, this is what you're getting. It's worth paying for. We don't want to just give it away and devalue what we do. Uh, when other networks are out there, hey, here's a 30-day giveaway, you know, 30-day for a dollar. Here. They, like, they constantly are running promos. Like, 
we have really built a following uh, of people that have, you know, like we're scoopers, like we're coming with you. I would say we're like three quarters of the way, uh, you know, to our biggest, you know, subscription numbers already on on three that we were on 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 rivals. So uh, we really can't thank you guys enough for the great messages and the support that you're showing. Yeah, I mean, Carrie, it's taken us what about two days to what? Uh, what was that? Maybe six years it took us to do. <laughs> I mean, like and, and it took I, us. I, I, mean, again, I was going through this. I was I going it. through this before we left. Like, uh, I, Sooner Scoop's history of like growth. I think Rhett Bomar was probably first. He was the first Oof. really big thing that blew blew up our numbers. Then, uh, then uh, Sammy's rival, uh, Keith Nickel. That really went nuts. Legend. Because Bomar, because realize at the time, Bomar was kicked off the team. You went through the year with Paul Thompson as quarterback. Nobody knew that Sam Bradford was going to be a Heisman winner. Well, some people did. (laughs) Some people did. (laughs) Keith Nichols, the only three-part story I've ever written. Keith Nichols was the savior for the OU fan base. Like, there was so much. And I was telling this story, like, I I was covering basketball Keith was after Sam, though. Right, but 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 Sam was redshirting. Right, right, right. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. redshirting, yeah, right, right. and then he was then the transfer from Michigan I, State. I see what you're saying. Or not yeah. Michigan State. No, he was a high school kid, right? Yeah, nickel. Yeah, then he he then would he later went to Michigan State. State. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember going up to uh, I checked in my hotel at Kansas in Kansas City for the Big Twelve basketball tournament, and I remember racing to Wi-Fi to see how many subscribers. There was like a thousand subscribers or something we gained since I left Oklahoma City and got to Kansas City. Uh, and then after that, Josh, I mean, what was the next big kind of subscription surge? I, I mean, Riley. Like, we, we, I mean, we that's just unmatched. kind of gradually grew over time. Like, we were picking up subscribers. Like, every year, we were, we were positive, but it was never that. Like, I can only, like, the two you mentioned, Adrian Peterson was huge yeah. when he committed. That was a big one for us. And then Lincoln Riley. I mean, those were the four, like, violent kind of seismic events for our site. And everything else was very just methodical, doing our work day to day, and people coming along. Like, it, it because now, and I want to say, this is Kerry patting himself on the back a little bit. Is it? With the, we didn't run promos, because we all know, and I will absolutely oh, no, we, we I would did, pour but... myself out eight days a week. No, and you will, but, I mean, we've run promos, but it's always, like, a really big promo at a really big moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the Lincoln thing. I'm sure it was like twelve dollars for a year or something. Do That's you know where the, the silvers other big one came carry? Was the uh, the OU Texas when Rattler came back when he led them back there in the second half? Mm-hmm. What was that? Twenty it was a twenty twenty. It was a COVID year, and uh, Drake caught the late touchdown. That was a that was a pretty big weekend as far as growth. But again, we'd run a promo off of it. So yeah. Um, you know, so that that's part. I mean, again, and I get that people. There's plenty of people that just wait around for the promos, and then they come, and then five years later, they're like, "Well, where's my promo?" No, no, you got it. You're, you're, you're in. Like, we, we we got you. We got the hooks in your vein, man. And we've so had too the, late. you know, we've had the gear giveaway, like the ninety nine dollars, and then you mm-hmm. get ninety nine in gear or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Usually, we're not a big promo. We don't believe in doing promos all the time, like. And, and, like, right now, the dollar for six months, like, that's probably not going to happen again. So you need to sign up now. Even if you just don't know what we're about and you listen to the podcast and you're like, I like those guys, come see what we do behind the scenes. I mean, come find out all the info that, you know, we hold back from the pods that we don't tell you about. I mean, 
Um, so yeah, go sign up Soonerscoop.com a dollar for the next six months. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I said, if you've got the rival subscription and you were left behind, contact me, Carrie Murdoch at yahoo.com and I'll get you taken care of. We'll extend you out. Okay. So, uh, it's time for the enjoy vision, uh, fresh perspective, uh, look around and, you know, spring is over. It's really all about softball now, um, as far as Sooner Sports go. You know, a new wrestling coach was hired within the Big 12 from North Dakota State. It was good to know that he's a wrestling coach. I, you know, I, it was teased <laughs> on Twitter that he was just a head coach. I didn't know if it was going to be a basketball coach or a baseball coach. <laughs> just, It's good to know that they went out and got a, a wrestling I'm, I'm, coach. You have to forgive me. I've missed so much stuff that's been out there on the, on the Twitters. <laughs> I've been doing the conversion I, thing. I bet you could have one I, guess and you know who he's talking about. You'll probably oh, get a phone call. You'll probably get a phone call because it's of the Whopper. It. Maybe. Was I that a can't confirm or I mean, deny. That was just straight facts. I nothing, was just putting it out. It was there. a lie about what no, you said. It, yeah, yeah, it was just a. Uh, it's just commentary. Can he afford a phone? I don't know anything Jesus. about wrestling. Now you're really going to get a phone call. I don't know anything about wrestling, but it seems like a uh, pretty good hire. I, I defer everything about wrestling to uh, Seth Duckworth, who oh, uh, yeah. does all the wrestling we, stuff I on thought Twitter about, like, and, we need to get him on. I've never heard of that guy before, but he works for a wrestling magazine? He started it. He started No, he started the wrestling website. He used to write for uh, Pistols Firing and those okay. guys. He would, he covered, he's an OSU guy, but I defer to everything on wrestling on uh to him, and so he he's said like it's a good hire. Kendall Rogers of wrestling. Yeah, kind of a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I think especially regionally and locally. But he broke it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he said it sounds like it's a good hire. I don't know anything about it. By the way, I know there's a lot of people out there that have been asking um, if OU will move conferences in wrestling once they move to the mm-hmm. SEC. They will not. They're staying in the Big Twelve. For well, they're going to have to reapply to the Big Twelve. Yeah. And originally, the Big Twelve, Missouri did the same thing. They didn't let them back in. Oh, really? The Big 12. And then they eventually did get back in. Okay. So I don't... Well, look... If I'm it, not going to say either way. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I mean, if you have a choice of Oklahoma versus Denver... Uh, is Denver in wrestling or just gymnastics? I think it's just, I think it's just gymnastics. And yeah. then uh, Fresno State's in wrestling, right? In the Big 12? Yes. Uh, North Dakota State is. Yeah. Right. That's well, that's right. where the coach North came Dakota from. North Dakota State yeah. absolutely so is. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure from the people I've spoken to, they fully anticipate being in the Big 12. For those that care, did they say anything about uh, like Bedlam basketball or softball or any of those things? I haven't heard on that. No. By the way, Bedlam softball taking a little bit of a hit because the cowgirls. Do they call them the cowgirls? I mean, they're still number seven in the country. They're not playing well. I think yeah. they still won the series over in Lubbock over the weekend, though. It'd be good. It's a but Texas swept them right two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, but they're still seventh in the country. I mean, right. it's still a good team. Well, he's going to have to play now? well. What is? What do you mean? Guys, where are they ranked? Where's Texas ranked right now? I have no idea. They got to be top ten, don't they? I mean, because they, well, they were, were nine when OU swept them. They're fifth. fifth. Yeah. So they've come up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, does this feel like the most anticlimactic softball run up ever? Like they no, just feel like a shirt. machine. You no. just you just jinxed them, Josh. <laughs> you just jinx- they're definitely going to. Not- what do you mean anticlimactic? I just mean like they're third. They're on a thirty-four game winning streak, Josh. Thirty-five game winning streak. Have you yeah. seen the left side of no, that infield? Did you I think, see? I think the Josh plays just, that Brito made. I think yesterday? Josh, so Josh just means that that like it's already a done deal. That they're, everybody just is accepting their. That's a jinx. That's, I, that's I mean that's ab- a, that's, ab- that's what I'm saying. That's what Josh is saying. Absolutely not. I'm UCLA's forty-seven and four. I'm selling you shirts, Carrie. Damn it. 
They can no, yell the at shirts me. sell from domination. I, I mean, mean, are they the odds-on favorite? Obviously, but I think UCLA is yeah. pretty good. Florida State's extremely good. I just don't know if there's a team out there that can beat them twice. That's going to be the biggest thing, and especially <laughs> that, when you get that, into a series or a regional and stuff like that. You get into if they get into that championship series, you're you're gonna beat those pitchers two out of three, man. I don't know. I I, I just I don't know. That's the thing is like you know obviously they are extremely good offensively, but I think the uh, I think their ERA now is oh their pitching is point seven four in the last like nineteen games or something. It's it's something just incredible. You know what we need to do, Eddie, to uh, lift the Josh McQuiston jinx. Now we need to get everyone LASIK. On the softball team. We could do that. Well, they, I mean, they obviously wouldn't. I don't know. They see pretty well right now, but anybody that needs it, I could send them to Enjoy. How about could, that? yeah. How about that? I could send them to Enjoy Vision. Have you ever heard of it? The, uh, the most awesome laser vision center in Oklahoma City. Not even close. Combination of mind-blowing technology, experienced eyeball surgeons, and exceptional patient care was life-changing for me. I was in. I was out. It was a uh, rather easy process. Do you need LASIK, laser surgery mr george stoya or do you um, have perfect vision no i actually probably need it i, I have to I, right. I don't know if you saw but i had to wear glasses during the spring game up there in the press box can't see interesting uh-oh well you should go to enjoy vision it's i mean four hundred dollars off right now all you would have to do is go to uh, enjoywithme.com use the promo code u40 that is the letter n j o y with me.com promo code u40 and you get four hundred dollars off of lasik vision but if you do that, you're going to have to give me the volume that they give you. So you're going to have to go in there without <laughs> any uh, any patient care. But they do a really good job, and it's a very seamless process. I was kind of scared of it going in, uh, and they couldn't have been any better. And you wake up the next day, you have perfect vision. So enjoy vision. That's where you LASIK. I've got a lot, a lot of extra drugs, drugs laying around, George, if you need some. So. Interesting. I've never been offered that. Um, I, don't do, I don't do drugs, Mom. By the way, oh my God, we have two people worried about their moms on the pod now. Um, Josh, uh, well, Josh, that, my God, I just stepped into that one. Um, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it, it's twenty years on. I think it's okay. I, I, I think you're all right. I, I, Josh doesn't have there'll a be mom no tears. Everybody. I'm gonna be all right. Um, so, no mom. I thought one of the most interesting things about the live stream that my we mom's did, your mom now. She was really excited to see you on the uh, the YouTube special on Sunday night. I. I just want to say hi to Karen. That that was I was flattered. I was truly touched. Karen, Karen built this bitch. To, I mean, my God. I, seriously, that room is that should be the memorial Karen Adosovich room. I'm excited for uh, I'm excited for mid July. I got confirmation yesterday. She's going to go to the Brent Venables uh, football camp, and I think that we're going to have her on the pod to uh, talk about her experience once we get there. That's going to so. be incredible. We need to get her like a GoPro. I love this. That would be incredible. But I uh, tell everybody your mom's one demand about coming on the pod. Uh, that we ask no tough questions, <laughs> which I don't really know what that means to be exactly. Uh, but yeah, should be a pretty good pot. Like we can't talk about mailbox tipping and things like that. No, she knows about all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, the one so thing she, wa she wants the Lincoln Riley package. Okay, that's fine. We we can do that. The one thing that oh, I no, be easy. I, Lincoln Riley's been known to uh, give a lot of bombs his package around the uh, the Norman area. That was too easy. <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, one thing that I really enjoyed about the pod. Sometimes the, I wonder why I got blocked by Lincoln Riley. Or the live stream. Makes sense. Is because your chair was so much lower than everybody else's. I know. People, yeah. people thought that you're like a tiny human now. I'm a hobbit. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. 
I'm not the tallest person. You're in the tall in the, chair in the, now. In the world, though, but but not... yeah, it makes me feel a little bit better that I'm sitting up today. It George does. It does sink. Is that the chair? Yeah, I think so. I'm. I feel a lot shorter right now. It's all right. We got the microphones working. We're we're working. We're baby stepping this thing. Yeah, I the, mean, it's it's going to be bad. You all are in relation. You're in proportion to one another, and then there's gigantic my head that's bigger than any of your bodies. Like it's it's a cruel trick that this is playing on me. Oh, so wait, that was wait till the fat uh, head that was gets here. Harsh. We could we could zoom oh. back maybe. Carrie, you're, you're, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to tell him about the fat head. You already ruined it. So I mean. <laughs> Oh, you don't think that that's going to be the intro to the pod this week? No, I, oh, I know it will be. be. I know, I know be. it will be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Josh, I mean, obviously recruiting going on. Now, coaches can get out and, and go to high schools now. And, I mean, uh, you know, off-campus stuff is happening. Like, kind of talk about, you know, the, the period they're in with recruiting right now. Yeah, you know, you're seeing um, – the staff really starting to get out and hit the road. You know, we, we've seen some new offers. It's been more 2025, 2026 guys. Uh, they offered one, one of the best players in the state of Louisiana yesterday. One of the more interesting ones that did come in the class of 24 is Todd Bates offered Tradez Green, a uh, LSU tight end commitment. Well, you've got to think with Todd Bates making that offer that it's probably a defensive end offer or defense, you know, it, th there's something in there that's not exactly straightforward. Now, he's a Louisiana guy from LSU, so I don't think it's going to really matter. But I, I think it is interesting because they're, uh, again, like we used to see this staff where they would, they'd see somebody, you know, commit or something like that. And there was kind of a, and I don't mean this staff, I mean previous staffs. And it was just kind of like, well, you know, we're, we're not going to even mess with that. OU's going to throw their hat in the ring and see what happens. Like, now, I do think they are better about knowing when it's time to, okay, we've, we've spent as much time on this as we need to. And they're, they're realistic. The, what I just said, they know it too. The, the odds you're going to take a – you're going to flip a kid committed to LSU from Louisiana is incredibly remote. So, um, at the same time, like I said, I, I think you're seeing them making the rounds. You're still seeing some portal offers uh, while in Louisiana. Um, they, and I don't know if I, – I, I doubt they saw him. But uh, Jay Valai extended an offer to um, oh, Trey, uh, Trey Amos, uh, DB from Louisiana. Uh, I always want to say Louisiana Lafayette, the uh, Ragin' Cajuns for the people that can't, can't remember it any better than I can. Um, uh, got a lot of PBUs as a uh, as a soft a freshman and sophomore the last couple of years. So the thing I kind of wonder, and you know, you guys can certainly weigh in, is with a cornerback offer like you don't feel like OU has a huge need there. Is that any indication of what they think of the situation with Gentry Williams? You know, I know he wasn't full go in the spring. Like, is that just you know a insurance policy? Like. I, I, I get the impression they think he's a pretty good player, so I'm kind of interested to see what that really means. Well, if nothing else, I think, is that just maybe a uh, way of basically going out and replacing a Jaden Davis? Yeah, and I, I think he, obviously, he offers some experience, but his offer list is pretty good. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have seen the offers he's gotten in the portal. I mean, I, I'm looking at it right now. Michigan, Arkansas, Texas A&M, Penn State, Oklahoma. I mean, those are some big-time programs that are going after him. I mean, this isn't just your normal run-of-the-mill, you know, kid from Louisiana. So I, I, I think that uh, it's it's a play on Josh. You might be you might be right on, on what they feel about Gentry. Obviously, it's kind of an unknown because I don't think he really went through 
all of spring practice. Uh, and so I, I think that they're saying, hey, we don't really know what we have there uh, in terms of, of experience other than Woody Washington. So that might be why just bring in another guy to, to compete there. Um, but Josh, I know there's also another, there's a couple other transfer portal guys. If you want to get into that with, um, you know, Troy Everett from Appalachian state. Um, and then also, um, the wide receiver from Colorado, Jordan Tyson. Uh, what do you think about those two guys? Well, you know, talking to some people and I've got something up on the board, uh, for those that haven't migrated over yet, it's, it's time. Go ahead and do that. There's a, there's a note up on the board on kind of where I think Oklahoma is with Troy Everett. I think, and it's it's possible that as people are listening to this, obviously going to be, you know, through the day, Wednesday into Thursday, that kind of thing, that they may already know the outcome. But there is some belief that he's going to decide on Wednesday, and that I think there's a there's a there is hope that it's Oklahoma. Like I'm not saying I'm not reporting it. I'm not saying that it's a definite fact, but it's possible. Like I, I definitely think there is some optimism, just kind of waiting to see what happens. I think Oklahoma's been bitten a few times where they've they thought they kind of had a guy locked up. I know, um, you know, back in the fall, Eddie, the or I guess back in the winter, the the receiver from La Tech, the Trey Harris kid, that was all but a done deal, and then it kind of fell apart right at the end. Yep. Uh, so you don't ever want to count on anything, but it sounds pretty positive right now. So we'll um, we'll see where it goes and what kind of happens. But obviously, that's an interesting one as well, like because he's kind he's an interior guy all the way. Um, you know, is that a guy that's going to be brought in to push Savion Bird? Or is that a guy that you put, you know, you play him at center where he's got a lot of experience and maybe you kick Andrew Rame to a guard? Like, I think that probably makes less sense just based on he's coming in the summer and then he's going to have the fall. And then if he's running center, he's making all the calls. To take that away from Andrew Rame doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But again, he provides you with some versatility inside, which. Again, we, we talk about it every time we talk about Oklahoma's offensive line. That's something that Bill Biedenboe values as a guy that allows him to find his best five and whatever they may be. Yeah, and they, I mean, those are two spots, obviously, offensive line, I think interior, that's, that's one spot that I think they, they definitely need some depth and, and Everett, you know, has some experience. I think he was a um, second team all freshman, all American last year, uh, I think by the Athletic or something. I think he had six starts at, at center and then he played in 10 games so he played guard and center for Appalachian State but they just need depth there and then wide receiver um I think we've all talked we've talked about that in terms of they just need guys there that can be playmakers and I think that if they can go get a guy like you know Jordan Tyson who was pretty productive at Colorado uh his freshman year um I think he had 22 catches 470 yards and four touchdowns that that's a guy that can maybe come in and compete uh but Josh the other thing I wanted to ask you because there's been a lot of questions about this and I, I know you put it up the other day on the board is the scholarship chart. It just where are they numbers wise, and how many guys you know can they even take in, in the portal right now? Well, I mean, according to their numbers, they're they're negative one at the moment. So yeah. I don't know. And, and again, I think we all kind of expect Pierce Hudgens and Major Melson to you know end up you know maybe in the fall won't have their spots unless Oklahoma misses out on a few of these guys in the portal. I think they see that as their flex point. But even with that. They're at 70 – that would put them at 71 with 13 guys still coming in, including Brennan Thompson, who's already committed uh, in, in the portal. So that leaves you with one. You're at 84. So either someone else has to go if they're going to land a couple of these guys. You know, if you land Troy Everett in the, and either the receiver or Troy Amos or whoever it's going to be, like you're going to need at least, a, at least one more spot, maybe a couple. So – 
I, I think that's interesting. Some of the guys we've talked about, you know, um, we, we I, I mentioned Colin Montgomery is a guy that I thought made some sense. Colin Montgomery went in the portal. Um, you know, there, there've been, I think some surprises, some that I think were pretty, pretty apparent, but there's going to be some change. I mean, it, it's going to happen. So we'll, we'll see. But I, again, I, I, it looks like Oklahoma is operating under the belief that there are going to be a couple more departures. Um, you know where they can go if their departure or uh, even if they're staying is Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Uh, great uh, sponsor of the pod. It's a terrible segue, I know. Um, but uh, go to PrimeShrimp.com, and uh, here's the deal. If you uh, put in that promo code U40, you will get 25% off uh, any order of $50 or more. They got the single packs now, uh, which makes it a little bit easier. You, you know, you can you can try more stuff. If you like the, the Cajun style, you, they got the signature season. They got the Louisiana shrimp boil. Uh, they also got the New Orleans barbecue. Uh, also, uh, if, you, uh, if you like more uh, savory stuff, uh, they got the uh, garlic and uh, uh, butter herb and uh, also... The uh, French Quarter Alfredo, which is fantastic. So uh, go check them out, primeshrimp.com. Uh, as I said, great sponsors of the pod, uh, and you guys have really supported them. We, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, and like I said, I'm trying to eat healthy, so I'm having more shrimp. I know George is really into the shrimp, so we're going to get him some. I, I, we've just been busy, George. I'm sorry. I'll get you some scent. I know. Soon. We've been too busy. I'm just happy to be here. So you won't get fined? Yes, so I won't get fined. Um, So, yeah, go check them out, primeshrimp.com. Use that promo code U40 and get 25% off your order of $50 or more. uh, And each of those packs are $9.99 or $10.99. So really great restaurant-quality meal that you can make uh, very quickly. All right, uh, moving forward. uh, Recruiting, Josh, I mean, um, like you said, the offers have been going out. The transfer portal we've talked about. Um, next major event is, is really the, the camps for Brent Venables, I think. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at June 1st and June 3rd. Um, you know, I'll be up there for that. I'm actually going to be, I'm going to spend a lot of time in Oklahoma over about the next month. I was actually informing my children. I think, um, we had some tears last night that dad would be traveling so much. So I will be You're not getting on out the road. I don't care about your kids. No, no. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. I, I, I know Carrie's a sucker for the kids' tears, but that's uh, that wasn't the plan. Um, I love your kids. I did. But no. I like bringing the, them stuff because they really appreciate when you bring them stuff, even if it's just little stuff. I love that. They still have that QT um, ice cream cone thing. The little, uh-huh. the little kind of, I don't know, foam. I yeah. Guess mm-hmm. It was just that. Squeeze, so that, squishy. That still is in their little, yeah. They have a whole thing of... Um, Oh, what do they call them? The it doesn't matter. But yeah, my my kids kind of hoard toys. I don't know if they don't get enough. I don't think that's the case. We have a whole room full of them, but whatever. Um, anyway, so with with the recruiting, yeah, you're going to see the next big thing will be the summer camps. You're going to see a bunch of guys come in, just like last year. I mean, where you saw, you know, nobody knew at this point in time last year where who Taylor Tatum was. Now he's one of the best running backs in the country is talking about taking an official visit to Oklahoma. Uh, and, and you can go down the list, a bunch of guys like that, um, that picked up offers um, at that camp. William Zaneri picked up an offer at the camp. So, I mean, like, you can go down that list. And another guy that visited that weekend was P.J. Adabare. 
So there is a lot of overlap. I think you're going to see a lot of guys coming in. And just like P.J. last year, P.J. didn't camp. He just came and hang out with uh, Edric Hill, who was working out. And then uh, it ended up taking his official visit later that week. So you're going to see guys like that come in. And maybe it is Williamson Airy this time, and he's not you know, camping, but he's going to come and hang out or a David Stone or whoever it may be. David Stone camp last summer. So there are – a lot of guys you're going to see. It's it's when you start to figure out the new names because Oklahoma, with their enlarged staff, they do so much more work than we're used to seeing. Like, there are so many guys. I can remember 10 years ago, Kerry, we'd sit there on, on the edge of that line out there at the fields, and there would be – you could see the five or six guys they were going to focus on. Now, there's probably – 20 guys in a session that are recruitable athletes. Now, they may or may not be OU's level, but they are definitely guys that OU's wants to give a look to. So you're going to see a lot of these guys, a bunch of new offers will come out, and probably in the junior and sophomore classes. And again, in the senior class, you're going to see a lot of guys that are you know kind of primary targets. It would be hard to talk about recruiting without going straight to Emmett Jones and kind of the impact that he's made, obviously, uh, in 2024, but he's already started in 2025, as we saw here over the last week. Yeah, the, the commitment of Grayson Harris, the uh, wide receiver from Ennis, um, a, a guy that I, I think, you know, and again, now now that we're at a new network, we get to start, you know, commenting on somebody else's rankings. We get to relearn everything, and that has been tricky. So people that hear me say something wrong, please bear with me. Uh, I'm getting used to memorizing all this stuff. But, you know, Grayson Harris is, a, is the number 232 overall player uh, in the industry, uh, 165 on, on on three. So I think a pretty pretty fair ranking for a guy that is a pure slot receiver. And I've talked a lot about having some concerns about OU just being so focused on being big outside. And I think now that I'm seeing what they're doing and what Jeff Levy and Emmett Jones are working on, I think you're seeing that when they are when well when Jeff Lebby arrived, there was no size outside, at least no size that was ready to play and ready to make an impact. They weren't those kind of guys really on the outside, so they've really focused hard on bringing those big guys in, bringing those big outside receivers that you know look like the players that Jeff Lebby has recruited at UCF and recruited at Ole Miss. And now that they're starting to get those numbers a little right. Like I said, you kind of start talking about like a basketball team. Like they've got their power forwards and their centers. Now they need some point guards. And now that's kind of what you get in Grayson Harris, a just an explosive, quick t- twitch wide receiver, um, a guy with just a lot of ability. And I think there's, um, uh, there's a lot to like. I mean, he's a guy that Emmett Jones focused on early. Uh, Grayson talked about, you know, I think people would say, oh, yeah, you know, Emmett must have offered him at Texas Tech. Grayson, in the story I wrote, he offered him at Kansas. Like, Emmett must have offered that kid, like, the first day of his freshman year or something. Like, it, they they go way back. And, and Grayson talked about when Emmett made the offer at Oklahoma, he was like, I know he'd offer me anywhere. Like, I know he really wants me. It wasn't just because he was at Kansas or he was at Texas Tech. He's at Oklahoma. He could offer anybody, and he offered me. And you could tell it, that really resonated. And plus, Eddie, I mean, from yeah. your angle, the baseball side I was of just things, that was say, huge for I, him. I know that they yeah. are really excited about him. And, you know, obviously, I think that they, uh, since Kyler, they've kind of pushed the two-sport U type thing. And I know that Skip is all about it. And uh, they're really excited to get him to campus. And I think he's somebody that, you know, would obviously – 
uh, when you see what he does on the football field with the football in his hands, you can see why they would want to bring him into the chaos uh, style of offense that Reggie Willis likes to run. Yeah, I, I don't think, you know, uh, and Eddie, I don't know if you've watched or know much about him as a baseball player, but Eddie, uh, Kerry, and George, I'm pretty sure you can guess a 5'9", 160 receiver, what position he plays on the field and where he bats in the lineup. He is a speed guy, you know, told me he's the leadoff and plays center field. Yeah. So he is. John, he's basically John Spikerman that plays football. That mold. He's John Spikerman, yeah. but he plays football. Uh, you know, so Man, there is, there's a lot last to week. Like there. Could Spikerman play safety? Uh, probably not. He's probably a little too he's small. He's a little slight yeah. of frame, yeah. Put him in the slot. Him and him and uh, believe it or not, him and uh, Peyton Bowen have a little bit of a different body style. <laughs> I don't know anything about baseball. Mm-hmm. I think Pettis you don't think is the only one making that pick in the game, Eddie. Pettis is the only one that no. could maybe get on a football field. As long as you don't, he have to looks, throw, uh, as long as you don't have to he throw a football. Impressive. I mean, Will Carston's a big ass kid. He could probably play like tight end, baby. Yeah, He's six seven. Okay, yeah. Uh, Lord. Trying to think. I was thinking about the outfield. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably so. I'm just trying to think of like all the guys out in the outfield that maybe could play football. I want to say one of those guys was a pretty good football player in high school, but I don't know that for a fact. I don't think Kendall played. Majorin's a really good athlete. I don't. Uh, I mean, Wallace Clark was a star quarterback at oh, yeah. uh, Bishop Cal. I mean, uh, Casher Hall. Yeah, I was about to say don't. Or no, was it Casher? Was I think it was Holland Hall. Holland. Yeah, it's Holland yeah. Hall. He was a really good quarterback. He's a state, I believe, a state champion. He couldn't play for Bishop Kelly. <laughs> uh, Josh, I do have a stupid question for you about recruiting, and I think there might be some dumb people out there that also what? probably have the same stupid question. Okay. Um, that because I I'm a dumb person, but I know you've been putting in a lot of uh, new predictions on on three. Now, how many of those are predictions that you already had? You're just putting them in now for on three i don't know if that's a stupid question but i know there was some talk about like somebody was like oh he put in a prediction for david stone and you were like i've had that prediction for 18 months or whatever well and and to be like to the heart of your question all of those are existing predictions that i made at rival so they they're uh and that's i mean but again like somebody was like what's going on with david stone i'm like guys i've had that prediction in since february of 2022 like this isn't this like I've never really wavered on David. And now all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, I guess Michigan State wasn't that big of a threat. And I mean, I hate to be the dick, but I said it. Like, I've been saying it for months. Like, I just did not believe Michigan. uh, Michigan State felt like a stalking horse, like somebody to make it look interesting. And again, I think, like, I'm not ruling out the possibility that David could go somewhere else. Like, it's possible. It 100% is it's not going to be Michigan state. Like I, I just, I don't believe that. Like for somebody to top the relationships he has at Oklahoma, the NFL track record of, you know, the NFL production track record that Todd Bates has, they're going to have to come pretty correct. And when Michigan state loses their defensive line coach, their primary, you know, recruiter, like I, I don't, I don't know what anybody like it. I thought their chances were long before that. Once they lost those guys, it was over. Like, it just – I don't – and it, it, I bet you he'll still take an official visit up there, all that sort of stuff. I just – I don't believe that's the choice he'll make. Now, maybe he falls in love with Miami or Florida or, you know, Texas A&M. I know really impressed him when he went down there not long ago. Uh, Oregon, I'm told that visit went well. So, 
you know, there's there's plenty of possibilities, but I, I from what I'm hearing, and I don't want to report all that I'm hearing, but I'm hearing some interesting things that Oklahoma is doing a lot to build that comfort with his family, which is something I've said they were going to do. This was going to happen. Um, and they kind of have figured out how they want to go about it. And, you know, I, I'm hoping to speak with David today or tomorrow. Uh, we were supposed to talk yesterday and just the chaos of life. He missed me one time. I missed him. It just kind of happens. Um, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. But we will we'll talk here before long. And um, there's a kind of interesting angle that I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of talking about with him. But... Um, the bottom line is Oklahoma's in really good shape there. Uh, and, I, again, the thing is, the forecasts I put in were William Saneri, David Stone, Joseph Jonah Jonier, and um, uh, I'm forgetting, uh, Nigel Smith. If you just land those four, I almost don't care what the rest of the class looks like. Like, I'm not saying I completely believe that, but you get those four, the rest of the class I think is going to take care of itself. Like, that, that is – and that's four NFL talents on your defensive line. Like that that's what you're looking to do. I feel like a broken record, but I think that like even going through the six and seven season last year, but continuing to see what they were able to hold together in the twenty twenty three class, especially on the defensive side of the ball, it like it always comes back to track record with these guys. Whether it be Brent Venables or Todd Bates, uh, you know, Miguel Chavis, I guess as far as being a part of kind of that contingent of guys from Clemson, it it I don't know. I it's not surprising to any, uh, any extent, but I guess it's been reassuring that so many people I've identified uh, just their track record and being able to develop guys. And it's not like because they've uh, changed zip codes all of a sudden they've forgotten how to coach football. I think that there is a true belief that, you know, they're going to be able to turn this thing around on the defensive side of the ball. And it seems like there's a lot of guys that are buying into that, especially in this 2024 class. The only people that are doubting Todd Bates as a recruiter are some, uh, and I, I want to say it's a small group, but some OU fans. Like, everybody else knows he's legit. But like, those are probably th the same people that were saying Lincoln Riley wasn't doing enough on the offensive side of the ball in 2017 and yes. 2018. You know, it's like th yeah. those people are so unrealistic about what's going on and just the reality of OU's not going to win every game 75 to nothing so they can go in and, you know, brag about it at the uh, – at the water cooler, it's just like I almost—it's it, hard to take those people's comments seriously, and I usually don't because most of them are on Facebook. Those are the people that that are that you know you watch these Alabama fans right now that are just losing their mind over the quarterback situation. I'm like, I think you're gonna be fine. Like I, I think it's if if Ty Simpson or Ty Buck or uh, Tyler Buckner or Jalen Milrow have to throw 20 times a game and you're just going to run it down people's throat with one five-star back after another, I think you're going to be fine. Like, you can play that game and win. Like, people just think, like, it only can be one way, and it has to be this way. Uh, Todd Bates, I mean, again, guys, on pure merit, he, he was David He was David Hicks's pick last year. 
it just didn't come down to pure merit, and that's fine. That's that's the way of the world. I'm not. I mean, I'm not begrudging A and M. Like that's that's the game we're playing right now. So fine, but at the same time, like you can't say it's about Todd Bates' recruiter because I don't think you know under very many other coaches, OU's even in that conversation. The kid lives an hour from A and M, and they 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 just signed that huge class. There's all that enthusiasm, and I know last year was a train wreck for A and M. But OU didn't do anything to light the world on fire either and damn near landed the best defensive lineman in the country. Um, I, I wonder, like, you know, last year, back to kind of some of the camp stuff. I mean, there were a ton of kids at camp last year. Um, you think it could be kind of the start of a 2025 quarterback situation? Well, no. I mean, they've or got their 2025 Kevin already here. Oh, no, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, God, yeah. there's... Now, you're dismissed. Absolutely, <laughs> you're dismissed. If you guys I have a lot of shit going on, year, Eddie. All right. Uh, no, hey, it, it's fine. But like, guys, remember last year, 2025, they brought in like five, six guys, like that were that are big time national guys. They brought in the guy from Bishop McDevitt in California. Uh, sorry, in Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, or Pennsylvania. I can't Harrisburg. I don't know where the hell that is in Pennsylvania. Anyway, they brought in a whole mess of guys. They they brought in the Grady Adamson kid from Deer Creek that I yep. love and I'm a huge fan of. Um, so there were. I, I would say easily uh, Michael Van Buren was there for 2024, but just an idea like Jeff Levy brought in the quarterbacks he wanted to look at. You're going to see that in 2026. I would bet again. Um, I bet you, you see Connor Quintero. Um, you're going to see a whole group of, of guys and there are, um, there's definitely some good ones out there, you know, that Oklahoma is absolutely going to be in the running with. Um, and we'll, we'll see where it goes. Like, I don't think it's, set in any direction I don't you know there's not the the obvious guy like it always felt like with Michael Hawkins like it's trending in this direction you know like it just felt like sooner or later that's where they were going to fall um Kevin Sperry was a little bit more of a surprise in my opinion um I thought they'd wait a little longer than they did to really kind of push all their chips in with him but he's he's an impressive dude I mean we saw him up close at the uh at the Under Armour camp and Dude was impressive. I mean, there, there's no no other way to put that. And, um, you know, you talked to – Grayson Harris mentioned really liking the conversation they had at the red-white game. So I think he's a kid that is going to be maybe understated as a recruiter. He's not going to be the big, you know, guy out on social media doing all that stuff. But there's no question. I mean, he's built some good relationships. I know the uh, Desan Brame kid, the big tight end in 2025, talked about really hitting it off with him at red-white as well. So – um, they're in they're in good position, and I guess we should touch on um, the word from Chad Simmons, Devon Mitchell, the big tight end that was at Allen with Michael Hawkins, now out at Los Al, which is just kind of a funny funny landing place for him. The yeah. former home of Malachi Nelson and Makai Lemon uh, is um, he he made it pretty clear he's getting pretty close to a decision. He thinks he might know what he wants to do, and I've I've got a you know prediction in for. Um, for Oklahoma there I think I think Chad does as well uh there are there's a lot of belief that it's going to be OU and and so I think that would be you start off with Sperry Harris and Devon Mitchell I mean you're you're talking about building a a pretty serious offensive set of weapons there we're working our way back just a little bit but you did hit on it in woke today and he was a guy that came on our radar uh, last summer at camp and actually earned his offer was Keon Brown, who was part of the 2023 class. 
on a scale of, let's just say one to five with five being the most, how worried are you about that uh, grade situation? I know there's some rumors out there about kind of his situation and getting to Norman in June. I would say uh, three. Like I was going to say two and a half, but that's such a wuss edge. I won't do it. Um, I'll say a three. Like I think it's, it, it's a valid concern. There's clearly something happening. Cause if you look through, uh, the people search. I know you. He. I believe. Uh, I think I got to the last two guys, but I believe he is the only guy in that incoming class that is not listed in the database. So now, sometimes that means something. Sometimes it doesn't. It's. It's not. I'm not saying that's a hard and fast rule. Sure. But he's. You know, I've been talking to him the last few days. He's been taking some tests. I'm not entirely sure what they are. Keon's. <laughs> He's a little hit and miss in communication, so he kind of gives you a, a something, but it's not ever enough to connect all the dots. And then I've talked to a few people. I, I get the impression that it's an unknown. I, I don't think anybody is saying, oh, he can't make it or, oh, he's definitely in, but I do think they are watching it closely might be the easiest way to say it. All right, that should make everybody feel good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, that, that not, not everybody's somewhat, questions. But, yeah. No worries. All right. Uh, by the way, Eddie Snake just hit me up for his free sub. So good. It's good. Need to get Corby on. Yeah. I mean to to earn that free he sub. Co- he can come through. He can come through the uh, the office at some point. We had people touring yesterday. Yeah, we had the Nate Fakin brought his uh, journalism class over yesterday. A lot of really uh, really bright young kids. Uh, some guys that want to do some stuff here over the summer. So yeah, we're open for business for for. Oh, class using tours. and abusing child labor. Yeah, class tours. I'd love an intern. <laughs> I would too. My guy has been here for like... two months and two days, and he's ready for an intern. You know, George, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about this. What would you use an intern for? You got to sell me on this. Maybe just, you know, he doesn't fr- know. friendship. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't think that's how the intern program works, but make me feel make me feel a, a little bit younger. You just want to feel superior on yes. somebody, I think, because I, I have I case. have no s- superiority right now. Whereas- Eddie and I, I mean, you guys did a nice job cleaning the place up before I got. I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, uh, and you guys were here. You know, I got here a little bit late after they'd already arrived, but Eddie and I were cleaning up too uh, the other day, and, and I just turned to him. I was like, "We need pledges. Like, we need we need people to come in and." You think, Josh, like there are some scoopers that are so maniacal, like they would just come clean for us? No, I don't think we, those are not the people that I think we would want cleaning up in here. <laughs> Let's get Grimlock on the phone. <laughs> I know Grimlock would come clean this place tomorrow. By the way, Grimlock, uh, you got to change your avatar, buddy. Um, I know we haven't had this discussion yet, but you can't already start taking the Texas site publisher's picture and making it your own. It's just that? kind of the power of the board. It's, I just a, it's a power time. of the board type I haven't, thing. I haven't had time to uh, address this, so I'm just doing it on the pod now, Grimlock. I know he's gonna. He's gonna feel honored that he's feel about on the that pod. picture. Where, where was that? Is that picture from like his Facebook it, page? It or? doesn't look like a Halloween pic. I'll, from I'll the put publisher of Texas, the Inside Texas yeah. guy. Yeah, have you looked at that picture? Yeah, have you. I don't think you've seen the picture. I don't think you'd be bringing it up if you have. Yeah, I don't. It looks like a. Uh, it looks picture. like a picture that was mandated by a uh, superior because he had been detained for a while. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 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 There's, yeah. So that he's yeah. Uh, that was left out of the message I received. It, it was interesting to me that that was left out as well. <laughs> it, let's just put it this way: it's a it's a public record picture. Sure. I've never had one of those. Hmm. I unless it was a cool little uh, Halloween picture. Well, we're trying to be nice yeah. neighbors, so we'll just uh, leave it at that. Sure, sure. Yeah, we keep the yard clean. We're good people. I I need to text someone, though, or I need to change my reply to someone yesterday. Um, so anyway, just wait till just just wait till Grandma Grandma will be drinking here soon. He'll call you at two o'clock in the morning. Like you guys, <laughs> yeah, which should be encouraged now that we've made the move to on three. I think that. Like he gets a blank slate and he gets one phone call a month. Not at two thirty though. <laughs> I know later three thirty. You were up at two thirty last night. It would have been the perfect night for you two to chat. I was up at two thirty last night. I needed the two thirty last night. It's been a long couple of weeks. Um, all right. So I mean, outside of that, I mean, there's there's just not a ton going on. I know we've got uh, some training that we've got to get to, so it's a little bit of a short break. And like I said, there's not a ton going on. Softball is going to be playing in state the rest of the year, uh, and I know. But basically, go to on three, uh, go to soonerscoop.com, go check out all, all our content up there. Uh, George working really hard, uh, and uh, Bob as well. A lot of uh, Porter Mo. I think the Porter Moser state of the program article is up now from Bob. Um, Josh is doing a lot of stuff with recruiting, uh, obviously, and uh, we got spring previews. They're just going to keep coming uh, on the site from George and Bob as well. Wrap-ups. Wrap-ups, that's right. Kind of, unless they're going back in. And baseball's starting to play better, too, so I think people are starting to get a little bit more interested in that. So Also, uh, George, you were talking about it before the pod, some interesting uh, Board of Regents activity. Yeah, uh, they are having a special meeting on Friday at 2, basically to officially move... Uh, to the SEC in the summer of 2024. So it's just a procedural thing. Uh, it's not a big deal, but I, I, I am told Josie will be speaking at it. Okay. So hopefully we'll get to talk to him maybe about, obviously, moving to the SEC, which he's talked about a million times. But, you know, maybe we can ask him about the NIL bill that didn't pass mm-hmm. in the state of Oklahoma. I, I would love to hear his thoughts on that. Uh, and then the other thing is the uh, the whole play in the softball game at the – the the football football on field. I, I wonder if that's something he would he would address because it sounds like Patty's kind of pushing, pushing for it. For like it, yeah. I originally when I saw that quote or whatever, I thought I kind of rolled my eyes and thought, no way. But I think that there is some like actual legs. Like she wants to do that. She literally it wants would to be do awesome. that. It would I just don't know how they can do that. You have to put it in the corner. You'd have and to then put, you it in, put a big fence up or it'd something. It'd basically be like a Yankee uh, Stadium right field short porch, but in left field. Yeah. Unless they flipped it all the way around. I, I've i seen a couple, uh, you know, I, I know Chris Oven like superimposed it over the uh, football stadium, like a softball stadium, but I don't know. It'd be really tough, but it would be awesome. Yeah, there's, there's no moving anything out. I mean, it, it would be awesome if they could find a way to make it work. Uh, all right, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, Got to go do some training. We'll be back again next week. But the YouTube is very close. I mean, all the stuff that we're doing today is running through all the equipment we'll use. We basically just have to turn the cameras on. So uh, that's all that's left to do. The studio is built, uh, and uh, so yeah, I it could be next week, probably the week after that, for us to get everything tested. Uh, and 
yeah, more pods to come, just like we we're talking about. Like, uh, be great to have like Corby on on a pod sometime. Uh, you know, two pods a week. I mean, that's something that we're really talking about now, and, and is possible. I mean, that's the great thing, Josh. Is like we've been doing all this work. Uh, now that we made the move, it's kind of coinciding with uh, everything coming together in terms of you know all of the the studio stuff that we've been working on. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the the timing is kind of wild. Like, and I, I again, I wish, <laughs> I wish we could have seen the behind the scenes of all that the other night because no, no, people don't know the chaos that went into that there uh, there at the end. But just I, me I screaming things is all it. it like was. everybody. I mean, well, I mean, we 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 might as well backstock these. I mean, we can just have carry rampages on the start of every podcast or YouTube video. We can just make that our 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 kickoff. I'm just glad that he's not hitting me anymore. <laughs> okay. The physical violence is, you know, verbal violence is something that I can take, but the the physical uh, violence is something that, you know, I, I have to put makeup on because of my eyes now, and it's just become a little bit of, uh, you know, a do-to-do. Karen, I, I talked to Carrie. We, we, we don't stand for that at Soonerscoop.com, okay? So we, we had the talk. It's all... It's better. It's you been tiny, resolved. tiny little man. I'm just glad that I got my uh, my phone back, <laughs> and I have been able to. Uh, I've been allowed one meal a day. I it gets sent in a little bowl, and I have to eat it in my room. But that's okay. Gruel, yeah. All right, that's gonna do it uh, for this edition of the unofficial forty podcast. Uh, we'll be back again next week uh, to do it all over again. So uh, thanks for listening, uh, and we are the U40 from Soonerscoop.com.